0: Dementia Researcher with a blog and a rating. The outcome, my NIHR Advanced Fellowship application. So the big news is, I was successful in my NIHR Advanced Fellowship application. Looking back, it's been a long old road. I started my application in January 2021 and it's finally official, signed and sealed. In this blog, I wanted to give an overview of timelines of key milestones and some tips and hints in case you're considering embarking on the same journey. Now I knew when I finished my NIHR funded PhD that I wanted to continue applying for funding via the NIHR fellowship route. As I came up to the finish I also knew that I didn't have the time to prepare a fully advanced a fully finished advanced fellowship application. Instead, I went for the Bridging Funding or the Development Skills Enhancement Award. This one-year award bought me both protected time to invest in the application and allowed me to finish some key components of my PhD work, so primarily some extended data collection and publications. Importantly, though, this did really provide, and perhaps really most importantly, ring fence time to invest in actually writing the application as well as thinking time to formulate my ideas with my mentors. I wanted to continue the work I'd started during my PhD but I needed to work out exactly how. My thesis helped of course but the operational components needed more thought than I'd even anticipated. I would say I spent a good deal of time perhaps a day and a half over six months planning the application itself now once admitted in july 2021 I had some respite before I had to prepare for the interview I found out in December then that I'd been offered an interview and this occupied every waking minute for just over a month so this was actually also over the christmas period and my interview was toward the end of January 2022. Finally, I thought I was told the outcome of my application in March 2022. I'd been successful. But being told you've been successfully awarded a fellowship or grant is never the start of actually doing the fellowship or grant. I'd estimate that I spent hours and days negotiating the paperwork related to the award, both before and after I'd actually started my fellowship on the 1st of July. And it wasn't till mid-August that all the contracts between the various powers that be, so NIHR and UCL, were finally signed and I could go public. Part of these negotiations included things like changes of dates, timelines and intellectual property, the latter being the trickiest for me to really get my head round for the legal terminology and even the concept of intellectual property are quite strange for an NHS employee like me. I must confess, I didn't put all my eggs into one basket, though. Um, that seemed really risky. So over the 18 months, I, I also applied for several other things. So I applied for an ESRC fellowship application that was declined without interview. I applied for another NIHR grant, an NIHR HSDR grant that didn't transition beyond stage one. I was a co-applicant on an unsuccessful Alzheimer's Society grant and I led a small application for an unsuccessful travel grant. So much of my time was spent on applications, most often without any success. I did secure a very modest Alzheimer's Research UK UCL grant and a small UCL grant challenge award en route. But I think it's too important to acknowledge that the clinical academic funding journey is no more it's no more easy, it's no it's no less hard than a purely academic route. In fact, during this time I've had to apply for four charitable grants for my NHS service to keep that small NHS speech and language therapy service afloat. I had anticipated, though, that once secured, I would basically be able to bask in the glow of my fellowship, that I'd lounge around and slowly consider my research study before I commence work on it. In reality, I'm getting a little bit anxious that I can't remember exactly everything on my grant chart, Gantt chart, sorry. I check it weekly, worrying that I'm already falling behind. But equally, I'm trying to maintain momentum and apply for more grants. I can't rest on my laurels. But I tell you what I'm not anxious about and that's being paid. I know that now I've got this this fellowship application, I've got time to settle into my work, that I will be paid to do my research and that rather than just following other people's plans, I'll be following my plans for the next five years anyway. So I'm hoping this summary gives you a flavour. But here are some specific tips. So make time. Applying for a fellowship is like a job. You need to work at it. It takes time and you need to find the time wherever you can. Think about it. Applying for a fellowship doesn't just take time. It also takes thought. You need to plan your ideas, refine your story and practice your sales pitch. Find a team. Thinking on your own is hard, but thinking with other people is really helpful. Find your team early and do it with them. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. Apply for lots of things, big and small. Don't waste time envying other people. Focus on your own journey. It's no easier than other industries and no harder than other industries either. Do make time for all the paperwork. There is always so much paperwork and lots of it you won't understand, so ask. But finally, do find time to enjoy it, find time to appreciate it, find time to bask in the glow of your applications. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.